listening to the best of Retire Financially Fit podcast. Got questions about retirement? Give Barb and SF Financial a call. 800-883-1518. Well, the fourth quarter of the year is here, and it's time for some savvy strategic investors like you to take some action right now. Creating a tax-efficient, inflation-adjusted income strategy now will really help you stay ahead of the game later. We can help you plan for the fourth quarter of your financial football game and helping you come up with some financial endurance plans on your roadmap to 2024. We have Barb Swiatek of SF Financial. Hi, this is Ralph Hip with another hour to introduce Barb and get us going into this weekend. Hi, Barb. How are you? I'm doing well, Ralph. It's it's great to be with you today. It sounds like we're in a football mode, maybe a, a great analogy for retirement planning. I mean, we are in the fourth quarter, last few minutes of the game, and That's we need right. to make sure that we get everything done in time and we want to score big and not have any penalties. So I'm ready whenever you are, Ralph. Let's move the ball down the field and help our clients retire financially fit. So a touchdown would be the financial endurance plan and having our money last as long as we do, I guess. Absolutely. But, you but are it, correct. It's a, it's a long game, but yeah, we've got four quarters of the year, the clock ticks down and all that stuff. Well, in some of the headlines, Barb, uh, uh, the Fed is saying, uh, Jerome Powell is saying uh, so far, it doesn't look like the Fed would get together to do another rate increase before the end of the year. Probably will hold it steady. I did notice an article on uh, the construction of new homes is down quite a bit. Uh, people are staying where they are, or if they are looking for any kind of interest rate they can find that appeals to them <laughs> right now, they would go with an existing home. But new home building is down and has been down a lot over the pandemic years. And of course, uh, the big 800-pound elephant in the room, the news, the Israel-Hamas war. We've shifted with the, uh, the House Speaker chaos in Congress, not spending any money, not, not giving any aid for Ukraine and that war. And as we discussed previously, Barb, of course, we're having the attention focused to giving financial assistance to Israel in the war with Hamas. That has set off some controversy. But... Is all the news about uh, no House Speaker and congressional spending on one war and then the next, is it affecting investors in Colorado who think, uh, you know, this is really bothering me? What's the reaction you're getting out there? Yeah, it's uh, bothering a lot of folks, myself included. You know, it's we've got a lot going on, and we've we've made promises that we're having a hard time keeping. Um, you know, you you mentioned both wars, Ukraine, and now mm -hmm. this one going on in the Middle East as well. So it, it's, there's a lot going on. Does it affect us? It does if we get ourselves involved, and it sounds like that's what uh, you know we're planning on doing. Does the stock market react to that type of news? It certainly can. You know, there's just there's a lot, and um, it is concerning, and folks want to know how that's going to affect them today, but also five, ten years down the road. Sure. Well, uh, the market has had a fairly strong week going into this uh, last few weeks of October here. Barb, our discussion today, we'd like to go over the year-end checklist for our finances. So to begin our conversation today, uh, at least for SF Financial, and by the way, folks, you can get in touch with Barb as you're listening, 800-883-1518 to get a conversation going with SF financial. When people call, what goes into the year-end checklist to help your clients get ready for 2024? Well, it certainly, you know, starts with the conversation and everyone's situation is a bit different, but there is a basic year-end checklist um, that we utilize and that I also would like to share some of those things with our listeners. I would encourage you to start by evaluating the, the financial goals and targets that you set for 2023. Did you achieve what you aimed for? And if not, what obstacles did you encounter? And 
this will help you set more realistic goals for 2024. Also, review your current budget. Analyze your income, your expenses, your savings, and make adjustments to ensure that your budget stays in alignment with, you know, your financial objectives and certainly the income coming in for next year. You know, speaking to a tax professional about any potential tax-saving opportunities that you might have. Last-minute deductible contributions um, are always a good idea here in this last quarter. Assess your investment portfolio. Maybe rebalance if needed. Ensure that your investments are aligned with your risk tolerance and your financial goals. Have that emergency fund and make sure that's 6 to 12 months of your expenses. Um, Having a strategy for paying down high-interest debt, such as credit cards. Review your insurance policies, your health and life and property insurance. It's just a good time to go through everything, get things ready for your um, preparing for your taxes for next year. So it makes it easier if you're doing your taxes, if you're handing it over to your accountant. Uh, So get those things organized and uh, maximize any contributions that you can to your retirement accounts, including your 401ks, your IRAs, and also the health savings accounts. I'm interested, Barb, as people are listening, they're going, you know, we didn't really set any goals for 2023 <laughs> to go over. That's a little worrisome. You <laughs> can help worrisome. people do that. Absolutely. Uh, as we get ready for 2024, and when we hit New Year's, Barb, we're officially two years away from some major changes in our tax laws. So right now, uh, as we're talking about your year-end checklist in the fourth quarter of the year, what are some of the opportunities people around Colorado have to help possibly lower their tax bills in the future? Well, lowering your tax bill is a common financial goal um, for everyone because we don't want to pay any more than we need to. So instead of investing in just tax-deferred accounts, meaning that we're going to pay the tax later, and this would be on our 401ks, IRAs, TSPs, 403bs, you could be investing in tax-free accounts such as your Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks. And there's also certain uh, life insurance products that allow you to create tax-free income for the future. Maybe consider converting traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs, especially in the years that maybe you have lower income. I've got several people right now that um, you know are in the military and they have times when they're overseas or in a war zone area or something like that, one gentleman in particular out of Turkey. And so this is a year that his income is way, way down. And so we talked about some strategies of, of those Roth conversions right now. It made a lot of sense for him because of his tax bracket this current year. So looking for those types of things offset capital gains by, you know, selling investments that have experienced losses, and that can reduce your overall tax liability. So things that you need to be aware of, and if you don't know, that's why you need a professional that can help guide you to make sure that you're not overlooking opportunities. Absolutely. So once again, to get in touch with Barb Swiatek and her terrific team at SF Financial right there in the heart of Colorado, that phone number is 800-883-1518, and Barb's book is called Retire Financially Fit. Our show is called Retire Financially Fit. And the website is retirefinanciallyfit.com. Right. There's a theme there, yes. There's a whole theme. <laughs> Easy to remember. It is. Barb, I would imagine the answer is yes. Is this a really good time to talk over a strategy for claiming your Social Security benefits as well? 
Absolutely. Um, you know, any time's a good time to talk about Social Security, but certainly, you know, knowing how to take your Social Security benefits, uh, strategies that you can use, the timing is very, very important. You know, just one mistake um, in this area can literally cost you thousands and thousands of dollars over your lifetime. So we do spend a lot of time in this area when creating that financial endurance plan for our clients. We need to know, you know, the answers to some important questions, such as, you know, when do you plan to retire? Do you have a pension? How much have you saved for retirement? Are you married? You know, when is your spouse going to retire? How's your health? So a lot of questions that we need answers to, to help guide you as to when is the best time for you to start uh, taking your social security and which strategy to use that might be best for you and your family. Great. Well, uh, those of us who turn 73, the, and by the way, friends, look for anything. If you get something from social security, yeah, you keep watching your bank account. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> People who are turning 73 this year, Barb, they need to make sure they've taken their required minimum distribution, the RMD, this year. Mm -hmm. And for the people who are 73 this year, what do they need to know? Well, the age for starting RMDs, you know, it's changed. So a lot of, and this was due to the SECURE Act, and it used to be 70 and a half, and I think that's what a lot of people remember. And then it was uh, 72, and as of this year, that has increased to 73. So if you turn 73 this year, it's really crucial to be aware of those RMD rules. So what are RMDs? Well, they're the mandatory withdrawals, your required minimum distributions that you have to take from tax-advantaged retirement accounts, such as those traditional IRAs, 401ks, TSPs, those type of things. Your first RMD must be taken by April of the year following the year you turn 73. So they give you some wiggle room. Uh, but I caution you on that, that if you don't take it this year, then next year you're going to have to take your first before April. And you'll have to take the one that you're supposed to take next year before the end of the year. So that's two withdrawals in one year. And that certainly can affect your taxes. So I really encourage folks, unless there's a reason uh, to do otherwise, if this is the year you turn 73, take your RMDs. All right. Are there any choices we have for possibly minimizing our RMDs so we could also maybe lower our taxes, Barb? Certainly you could if you are charitably inclined. That is one area that is um, easy enough to do. So typically, you know, when we are tithing or giving to our charity or church, you know, we take money uh, that's in our checking account, we write the check and we put it in the plate or we send it off. That's how we're getting our contributions to those entities. But there is a rule that allows you to have your RMD sent directly to your church or your charity. And when you do that, then you're not having um, that RMD count on your taxes. And so you're still doing what you intended to do, which was to, to tithe or to give, but you're doing it in a tax-efficient manner. So that is one way that helps to minimize your RMDs if, in fact, you're going to you know, do that, do it in a tax-efficient way. But it really goes back to one of the best ways to avoid having to pay the RMDs is not having your accounts uh, be in those types of, you know, types of um, accounts because uh -huh. then you're stuck. You know, unless you do a Roth conversion, you're going to have to take those RMDs. So if we could start earlier, either with Roth conversions or if we could start earlier saving in accounts that are not going to have that RMD requirement, that will help you in the long run. Barb, as we plan our year-end checklist with you getting set and having a meeting with you for 2024, what are the things that you and your client want to consider in this fourth quarter of the year? 
Well, we want to make sure we're taking advantage of everything that we can and positioning ourselves so that, uh, you know, we are not going to pay any more in taxes than we need to. We're not forgetting our RMDs, um, you know, that we're, we're doing all the things that we need to do and that we're going into 2024 with a plan. And part of that planning for 2024 is certainly looking at where we are today. And then the big picture is having that uh, financial endurance plan in place that will help us see the big picture, work towards that. And then we just go, um, year by year and making sure that we're staying on track. So those are the things that we do, especially the, towards this last uh, month or so of the year. We want to make sure that we've got things in order. That's all the time we have for today's show. On behalf of Ralph and my team at SF Financial, we want to thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information helpful. And as always, our goal each week is to help you retire financially fit. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. SF Financial Retirement Wealth Advisors and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information or situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less when originally invested. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A page four for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. This radio show is a paid placement 